You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening with Skulk Lowe, Portfolio Manager at PSG Wealth in Cape Town. Skulk, one of the things that you get into, you sort of get into morning habits, especially as you get a bit older, and one of the things that I do is I have a look at the Hang Seng, because if the Hang Seng is yeah. doing well, it normally means Tencent is doing well, and vice versa, and it has a knock-on effect on the JSC Top 40 Index because of the obvious association with NASPERS and Process. And I saw it down about 500 points this morning. Has that set the tone for the JSC? Yeah, well, it's it's been setting the tone for the JSE for for the past few. Well, I don't want to say days because we know the whole let's call it the ten cent thing has been a been been quite a theme lately. So this is not just you know today or in the past few days, but but definitely. I mean, we chatted about that um, yesterday and last week as well. You know, where, where we always mention, well, I personally always mention when you look at South Africa, it's currently trading at a at a forward PE of you know, currently 11.8 times. And uh, I always use the, the, the same afterwards. And that includes the likes of NASPERS and Process, who's usually trading at, at a quite, quite uh, you know, serious multiples. Yes. You know, likely, when you look at Tencent, Tencent is trading at, at, a, at a historic PE of, of below 20 times. So not, not expensive at all. Being pested by these, these regulatory environment, by Chinese, you know, yeah, it's called it bad news upon bad news, um, which I don't, you know, I think we can, one can debate over the longer haul if this is going to be bad news or good news, you know. Um, but, but bottom line is, I mean, this has definitely been a very strong theme within, in South Africa. And, uh, yeah, today no difference. You know, JSU or she, you know, opening up negative, you know, on, on, on you, know, you know, mostly, mostly, you know, east, or let's call it 10 cents that it's, it's been, been done. Let's have a look at the Stock Exchange News Service and the biggest set of results came out at 8.30 South African time this morning and that's first round. What did you make of them? Mm. Have you had a chance? To, obviously, there's a lot of results to wade through, but your initial impression, please, Skulk. Oh, good. Very good. I must say, you know, so, so let's, let's, let's state the, 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 most, the most important point. You know, we are invested. This is a company that, um, you know, I'm not personally holding my personal capacity. It's also something that we, we hold, you know, it's been a five clients. So it's, it's, a, it's one of my favorite banks. And, you know, when you look through the results, this is for good reason. So let's start with the most, let's go with obvious, obvious things about the results. You know, basic headline earnings per share came out, you know, higher, you know, 54% higher at that four and 73. Now, I'm not going to look too deeply into the higher because we, we, we've been talking about these impairments and, and you know, provisions and, you know, the low base of last year. But I think very important to note is that uh, the Bloomberg estimates uh, was 4.48. So this is a very, very solid beat. Yes. Another thing which, which they actually came out, and, and I've often said that when I look at banks personally, I'm, I'm not too focused on, on the P ratios because I'm more focused on, on the faster books on, on, on banks and, and more specifically also the ROEs. You want to see this character the banks is, is, is growing, growing you know, nicely. I and mean, then ROE is back to 18.4%. Now, they've set a, a, a target range, which is 18% to 22%. Yeah. So to find yourself still in the midst of, of, of COVID-19 um, and, and to be back within this band, I think great stuff. Well done to First Rand. And then the final point, and I think this is, this is where I am actually more excited, is you know, the, 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 the group previously you know, indicated and expected to only reach their peak earnings again by, by financial year 2023. Now, they mentioned, yeah, however, 
the speed, the extent, and the breadth of the rebound has exceeded expectations, yes. and the result momentum has carried into the new financial year. So they, they, they basically indicated that, that they're back on track. I mean, we could see that in, 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 the, in the ROE. Um, the, the group, again, declared a final dividend of 153. So, yeah, in short, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really you know, satisfied with, uh, with the results. Um, so I think that, you know, first and secondly, that, that should have a positive effect on, on, on larger shareholders like Remgro as well, who basically still also own first rank. It's a good story, and it's a familiar story as well, because not just in South Africa, but also globally, you see economies that are now bigger than they were pre-pandemic. There are companies that are making more money yeah. than they were pre pandemic and i'm not just talking about the online retailers and those sort of companies that benefited from people were sitting on their sofa all day watching tv uh, drinking tequila and eating packets of chips so it's um, it's it, it is a story and and, and so i don't know yeah. if it's if it's because human beings are like that you know they're almost like you know, butterflies coming out of a chrysalis and suddenly every they're, they're so exuberant and it's going to fizzle out but certainly there's something going on yeah, I mean, we chatted about that last night when we looked at companies that 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 went into this pandemic and and, and still find themselves very much in a in a distressed environment. We chatted about the the property property sector, uh, some of these retailers. I mean, look at the retail figures that we saw yesterday. And then you got companies. We had company yesterday, Data Tech, who said they they really flourished in a, in a, in a, in a lockdown environment where the people needed to, you know, upgrade their, their cloud capacity, you know, upgrade their computing capacity, you know, things like Teams and Zooms and all those things. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I think First Strand is clearly showing, or, 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 or maybe I should rephrase, because I, I'm, I'm, I still need to find a bank that, that because I, I think the trend was, you know, most of our local banks were – extremely quick to pull the trigger on, 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 on making the right provisions. They were sort of overly cautious yeah. um, when, when we hit this, this, this um, the COVID-19 effect. And that didn't just, you know, in terms of impairments, I think it's general things that you do, general target market, make sure that, 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 that you assist your clients. And, um, and, and you can see our banks are reaping the benefits. All of our banks, in, in, in actual fact, brought out pretty solid, you know, either trading statements or results um, over the past you know, sort of month, month and a half, you know, with, with, with reports. So, yeah, I think in general, that's a, that's a big one, big win. Very good indeed. Okay, you must be you and your clients must be um, pleased with that uh, that result. Let's have a look at the spot prices now, Skulk. I know you've got to go to a meeting quite soon. Mm. Uh, the rand is just bubbling under fourteen fifty against the US dollar. The British pound against the rand is twenty oh three. That's rechanged its big number from nineteen to twenty just in the last twenty four hours. The euro rand is seventeen oh eight, going from its big figure of sixteen to seventeen. The euro dollar is one seventeen eighty eight. That's a slightly uh, stronger US dollar, slightly weaker euro. British pound against the rand, sorry, against the US dollar 138.20. Last night in the States, the Dow Jones had a pretty good set. In fact, they all had a good session last night. Mm. Um, I think the Dow Jones, yeah, up 0.7%, um, not above 35,000, but uh, a, a good a good few hours trading. S&P 500 up 0.85%. And the Nasdaq was a 0.8% winner. This morning in the Far East, I've already sort of alluded to the fact that Hong Kong's are weaker, but we'll start with the Tokyo market, down 0.6%. Shanghai down 1.3%. And the Hang Seng is nearly 2% weaker, just under 500 points down. On the commodities markets, I've got gold at 1783 down $10 an ounce with that slightly weaker, sorry, stronger US dollar. And it just shows you how... 
sensitive commodities are to any move in the dollar uh, dollar index. The platinum price is down uh, 19, not as low as it was yesterday at one stage, but still under pressure, 9.32, and palladium only just clinging on to 2000, 2004, which is 32, sorry, $32 weaker, or 1.6%. Oh. The US 10-year Treasury yield uh, scalp has been a little bit more active than uh, usual in the last few days. I've got it at um, 1.311%. The South African 10-year bond, as I refresh my screen, looks unchanged to be at 8.935. No, it's 8.95% now, 1.5% up, or points up on the yield. Uh, crude oil, the crude oil price, it had a really good day yesterday, but it's just slightly off today, but only slightly. West Texas is $72.49, down 0.2%, and Brent crude oil is down 0.1%, at $75.37. Natural gas is down 1.6% after a 7% rally uh, yesterday. The CRB Commodity Index um, is, where is it now? I'm just scrolling up here. Obviously, because of the energy, ah, Seven-year high, Skulk. CRB yeah. Commodity Index, because it's heavily weighted towards energy, uh, but it's 239.6, previous high being 236. Hasn't Commodities as a basket haven't, haven't been this high uh, for seven years. Well, so, it's still, still very much off, off its, uh, let's, let's call it the, the, the previous highs, you know, when we looked at 2008 oh, yeah. and 2012. But, uh, but I think this is not a good, 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 good thing, uh, Lindsay, because you, you, you mentioned two things. You mentioned the RAND flirting with, with, with 1450 again, and you, you mentioned the CRB commodity and it's more, more specifically the, the oil price. Yeah. So I, I know you're, you're on an e-bike, so, so you're not really, you're just basically plug and play. But I think for all, for all other listeners out there, I think normal people, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, go and fill up that petrol tank because um, by the looks of it, we're going to be hit and we're going to be hit hard if, the, if everything remains unchanged for now. Yeah, the Reserve Bank must be looking at that. I mean, I, it, there's commodities and there's commodities and it's very much a split decision at the moment. Mm. I mean, 62% purity iron ore, for example, this morning, down 3.1%. And uh, the the real thing, I'm just trying to find it, but while I, while I am trying to find it, what has um, Kumba Iron Ore done today and recently? It must have been hit very hard indeed with the stability of the RAND and also the iron ore price. In fact, iron ore, the one that we look at, is $117.50 per tonne, and that is down 4.5% today. It's almost halved Skulk. Yeah. Almost yeah, half. You, you're looking, looking at, you know, end of, end of, well, beginning of August, you know, um, you know, the likes of, of you, you just mentioned, Kumba were trading just shy of 800 grand. I think it went over 800 grand, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. You know, today it's trading, you know, 500 and, you know, not even 500, not even 600 grand, 590 level. So you're right. This is, this is massive pullback. I mean, but it's not, it's, it's a general theme, Lindsay. It's a general theme on the, on the harder commodities because not only on the industrial metal side, but also we've seen, you know, platinum, you know, for, for, for months, or let's call it for weeks, we chatted about uh, the, the, the platinum price that's flirting with that $1,000 just every time it breaks below. It's now, you know, properly uh, broken that, that $1,000 mark, trading around about the, let's call it $9.39, mark. Um, the one thing that we haven't chatted about, and I think, you know, that maybe, uh, you know, 
flows into into um, you know, what you might answer, you know, talk about later on, on best performance and worst performance. Yes. Sabanya, um, Sabanya um, you know, brought out an announcement this morning, so another trading statement. But this is a company that's been very active, you know, in terms of news. But they mentioned that they they're going to a 50-50 joint venture with with Ironair, which is a it's an Australian securities listed uh, mine. Yes. And, you know, we know that, you know, recently, you know, Sabanya has been active in that market where they said, to, you know, um, this is now basically the third announcement in the battery material sector, you know, lithium batteries. Um, you know, previously it was the caliber lithium and then it was um, Sandable, um, the nickel transaction. And, and now another joint venture, you know, with Ironia. So extremely active. We know that I think the biggest threat for, for, for the platinum or palladium market still remains that, that such a large demand portion of, of that commodity comes from the, from, from, from the, 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 the auto vehicle, the, the automotive side. And, um, you know, with, with, the, with the view, if you are of the view, for that matter, that, that all cars will be electric cars in, in the future and we will have no you know, combustion engine, then, then naturally you would need to look at um, not having platinum because that is the biggest you know, demand. But Sabanya, um, you know, Neil Fruhnman is really active, active in that environment by offsetting that risk by really focusing focusing on, on, on the lithium or the, the battery side as well. He's a diversifier, isn't he? Because he had gold originally, obviously, with, with, with the split that resulted in Sibania uh, yeah. being, being a separate listed entity uh, from, from Goldfields. He then, he, would, he then astounded people by going into platinum group metals via Stillwater, and now he's going into lithium. So he's constantly forward-thinking, and he gets trends right. And um, as you say, uh, it's buying half of Ioneers Limited's uh, Nevada lithium mine project for $490 million U.S. million, one of the largest deals ever for U.S. supply of the electric vehicle mm. battery metal as demand is set to soar later this decade. And talking about lithium and talking about the CRB index, um, lithium is one of the biggest uh, movers this year, along with coal, I think mm. it's the second best. And? It's almost 100%. Uh, let's have a look. Let me have a quick Uranium. Look. Uranium. Let's chat uranium just for literally a minute and a half. Okay, let's what? start with lithium. Story. It's up 98.92% um, so far this year. Where do I find uranium? There's so many eums here. I've got molybdenum, I've got palladium, uh, germanium. Did you know anything about germanium? Do you know what germanium is? Do you know <laughs> what, what neodymium is? I'm trying to find um, uranium. But anyway, go so, on. You so obviously I'll, know. I'll, I'll... Yeah, I know. It's about three hundred three hundred dollars per pound. That's what 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 thirty three dollars per pound. And and, and uh, they actually asked they asked Neil Furman, you know, fairly recent, you know, what's his view? And so and his words were, you know, quote unquote, we expect the Iranian market to move into a deficit within five years, and we expect the long term forecast to exceed sixty dollars per pound. Now, I just want to quickly just just a quick one. I mean, I just looked at because there's been a lot of news, a lot of news lately. Um, around around uranium, and just for interest' sake, last night um, in, in in the u s you know i 'm just going to mention a few of these uranium mines just start, start off with the with the um, the etfs yeah uh, the, 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 the bigger one is global edge uranium um, that that was up you know six point five and all of this is in dollar terms naturally um, you 've got the you know horizons global uranium um, that that was up eight point eight and a quarter, and then you can look at a few of these 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 mines. I mean, Dimension Mines, ten point five six percent. Energy Fuels Incorporated, eleven point three six percent. Energy uh, Uranium Energy, 
13.9%. And the big one, you know, uranium royalty, I mean, that was up 25%. And that's in one day. That's yesterday. Yesterday, well, in, in fact, this week, Skunk, and I've got it in front of me, I found yeah. it, because I, I thought it might be in the, in the sort of metals basket, but you know, in fact, of course, it's an energy source. Uh, so it's um, in it weekly, it's up to nearly 21%. Monthly, mm. up, up, up just over 60%. And this year, they're coming back a little bit, uh, 58% higher. Yeah. That's, that's, so these these are big moves. This morning. Hmm? That's it. So I had a few questions this morning. A few people asked me, you know, uh, how can we get, get, get involved? I mean, if, if, if there's an actual fact, you're going to go to, to $60 dollars per, 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 per um, ach, what, what do you call it? Uh, pound, that's it. Um, you know, how do I get involved? I mean, do I buy offshore? And just, just note that we just chatted about Sibania. I think this is why I, I want to get – this is how well diversified Sibania, previously Sibania gold. But, I mean, gold don't make up you know, 10% of their, their turnover anymore. So it's, it's very little. Very strongly in PGMs, naturally. But, I mean, you, when you look at the, the recent results, um, you know, South Africa – as we didn't even know, South Africa is among the most Iranian-rich countries in the world. And, um, you know, luckily something, a company like, like Sabania already owns a chunk of these reserves. Very important. They, you know, between Beatrix Wicks, you remember Beatrix, uh, Beatrix Mines? I do, yes. Very, it, was, very, it, was, yeah. it was a very popular uh, gold share for punters, gold. I remember. Very popular, popular gold mine. Uh, but but now very very well known for its 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 uranium reserves and also cook mm. mines. The cook mines also very well. So just note that if you're still of the opinion or want to get involved um, in, in in uranium, this might be a company that you need to look at. I mean, Sabania well diversified and clearly you know uranium is is one of those one of those sort of commodities. Um, that they that they do mine lithium or uranium mine. platinum group metals and uh, also gold it's a, it, it's a very good story let's have a look at the top five major movers on my screen um, I'm not going to talk about Montauk renewables because it's either up five percent one day or down five percent the next day so it's too volatile for my tiny brain South 32 is up 3.6 percent Sapi has come in with the three percent gain this morning uh, AB InBev up 1.8 and Telcom up 1.5 percent on the downside yeah, diggers, every single one a digger. Anglo-American Platinum down 2.8. Anglo PLC, the big daddy, down just over 2%. Goldfields down 1.5%. Impala Platinum down one and a quarter, And Royal Baffer King Platinum down 1.2%. So a split decision on the JSC today, Skulk. Yeah, no, no, definitely. I mean, we just mentioned that about the, the, the harder commodities that's, that's down. You talked about uh, the iron ore prices that's down, so... Yeah, softer commodities clearly. Clearly, when we look at the softer commodities and also you know the liquid commodities, that is the gases are definitely definitely stronger. Um, but but the harder commodities, your your industrial and um, precious metals, definitely under pressure. Okay, go and dash off to your meeting. But before you do so, please give us the indices after half an hour of trading, please. So as we currently stand, the JSC is trading 64,232 points. That is down a quarter of a percentage. As you mentioned, resources are taking the, the biggest hiding after being the, the winner yesterday. Down 83 basis points. Industrials are struggling to, to, to stay ahead. They're down only 10 basis points. And uh, financials also struggling to stay positive. Three basis points in the positive. And I'm going to mention uh, SA property as, as yesterday it was, was under pressure. Today, up 80 basis points. Scout Lowe is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth in Cape Town. That was the opening. Scout will be back with me for the five o'clock shadow next Wednesday evening.
The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.